0: Okay, I had a different idea for a cold open, but we got to talk about the fact that this show is cursed. Uh, this show has a curse on it, and I don't know if everybody knows that. Hunter and I have, have been slowly realizing this more and more. I call it a curse. I don't know what else to call it. We have a... Yeah, I don't know. I Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. That's right. So why. please unload me. Yeah. Load me on. What please, I'm talking about Daddy. is that thing where every time we decide to cover a game and then we record about that game, suddenly that game is in the news. Uh, Yo, that's our,
1: not a curse. That's yeah, not a curse. It's a cool
0: thing. I don't know what else to call it, though. Like, we have this weird alien quality that's, like, bringing in our stuff into the news. Our The Halo 2 episode came out on, like, the 20th anniversary of Halo 2. The Multiple other games we've released, like, on the anniversary day with no plan. And today we're doing Silent sure. Hill 2. Uh, a day of recording yesterday- They announced they're going to remake Silent Hill 2. What is going on? They didn't even just uh, announce they were remaking Silent
1: Hill 2. They announced, you know, 7 to 15 other (laughs) Silent Hill related projects, including a lifestyle brand. You can now cover yourself in filth and walk in the dark slowly it's an interesting option
0: you have it's an option yeah just put just put a nurse's hat on and then like blindfold yourself and just scream into the darkness they spent this,
1: this weird part at the end where they were like and by the way you can just squirm in the darkness all night and no one will stop you buy silent hill related squirm in the darkness products please go. Gamers Almanac. I am your main host, Hunter Donaldson. I'm joined today by primary
0: first guest, Matthew Hello. Martins. Hello. Me. I'm the primary first guest. My name is Matthew Martins. And here in my office in Arkansas is our second guest for today's episode. Second primary. Second primary second guest. Second primary <laughs> guest uh, is wow. joining us again. When was the last time you were here, Goldeneye? Uh, I don't know. It's my cousin, Kimmy. Hi, Kimmy. (laughs) Hello. Uh, We wanted to do another episode with you, and then we sent you the list of all the games we were doing. Yes. And you said Silent Hill 2 is in your top five of all games. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. One hundred percent.
0: Holy cow. Okay. So uh, first off, let's say what what is Silent Hill 2, Hunter? Uh, It's a horror game, right? I don't know. Silent Hill 2
1: is a PlayStation 2 game uh, made by some weirdos that I don't think... They were called Team Silent, so clearly this was uh, an identifier for them, this whole uh, <laughs> this whole project. Um, from what I can tell, uh, they basically were created at, at Konami to make a game. It didn't really matter what it was, and they were left alone, um, as far as I can tell. And generally speaking, when I feel like artists are given money and yeah. left alone they create something interesting something original something fresh um and in the case of team silent uh, they made silent hill one of course for the playstation uh which whatever we're not gonna talk about that game today maybe someday <laughs> we'll play it um i don't i don't like it as much um and then later in 2001 they made silent hill 2 for the playstation 2 um and it is the most frightening game Uh, ever made (laughs) and it ruined my life for about uh, two weeks because i i got to reveal this right up from the top i conducted an experiment with this game i wondered if it would make me feel bad all day every day what i did was i only played it right before i went to sleep with headphones on in the dark and i didn't talk to anyone i was i i had i created this new going to bed schedule where i kind of was like um uh please please no interruptions uh, i would i would text my girlfriend i would be like hey i'm i'm going to sleep which was a lie shit out i lied real
0: quick leave me alone
1: <laughs> yeah i i lied to my girlfriend every night this month and she's finding <laughs> out right now i would say hey babe i'm going to sleep i wouldn't go to sleep yeah i'd stay up late playing this game with the headphones on and the volume turned up way too loud. Yeah. And guess what? Had trouble sleeping. <laughs> felt generally that my life got worse in some major ways. And decided that this game is one of the best games ever made. Those are three things that happened. So experiment successful, yeah. I hmm.
0: declare. Wonderful. Uh, Kimmy, what's your experience with it?
2: Oh, boy. Um... It goes way back. The first time I played this game, I was probably twelve or thirteen, um, and I didn't ever like physically play it. I had a friend at the time who he would play all the games that we played, and I would do like the puzzles and things and solve those and mm, just be awesome. present because I never learned dual analog controls. Sure, <laughs> I just yeah, didn't, yeah, you yeah. know, especially tank controls. <laughs> and um, I said, nope, not doing that. Not doing it. So. Uh, yeah, I experienced the whole game that way several times, and it was you know at that age, it's that was like probably the scariest thing oh that we'd ever played. Yeah, yeah. So I
0: can't imagine. And I we, I don't play scary games, so I have no childhood sense of like the scariest. I've said this before on the show, but the scariest thing to me, I didn't play ocarina of time because i was afraid of dodongo's cavern (laughs) that's that's the limit of my childhood (laughs) experience with scary games so kimmy was much more bold than i was and
2: it i don't know it i you didn't hear people talking about this game or playing it so i just you know it felt really cool to have that thing yeah and i've I've replayed it several times since then and yeah
0: yeah it is what it is so this is my first time with silent hill really? or uh any uh, really okay My entire experience with any and all scary games is exactly this. Amnesia The Dark Descent for about two hours. That's it. That's all of scary games I've ever played. I will say, not too dissimilar Amnesia The Dark Descent in this game. Very, very similar in vibes and puzzle structure and uh, all sorts of things. Um, I I would say that is actually a pretty good scary game, although I've never finished it because... I, it, it fills me with existential dread, yeah. and I don't like it. I don't like the feeling of it. That's not a knock on the games. They stress me the hell out, and I, and I can't make myself play them. I don't like horror yeah. movies either. Like I, Horror is not my genre across the board. So I just never, I can't make myself play a scary game generally because uh, because it scares me is the reason why, <laughs> turns out. <laughs> right.
2: It doesn't matter how many times I've played it either like it still gets me every time i know when something is coming up and it's still terrifying (laughs) i'll be like cringing in the corner
1: yeah yeah it's because of that overwhelming sound design yeah like the sound design of the game does not i okay i'll tell you this with my experiment i was like i want to play it in headphones because i've heard the sound is amazing and i heard right okay and then i heard right again over and over and over but i wanted to take them off I wanted to play this game in a space where the sound wasn't strapped to my head. It seemed like an (laughs) unfair advantage to give them, to have it literally strapped to my dome. You know what it It reminds me of? It felt like inviting
0: a weird stranger to whisper into my ear, and I don't know them, and they might say anything. Yeah, what that reminds me of is one one of my coolest friends is a sound designer in uh arkansas i I used to work in the film industry and this guy named dwight uh does sound mixing and and sound editing and all sorts of sound stuff he is a sound wizard and one of the things that's really interesting about dwight is he's very into haunted houses and when i and I, i worked with him on a number of shows and we would travel and i've been to haunted houses with him and he's obsessed with haunted house design and all that stuff and he used to do audio engineering for haunted houses and he said his favorite thing to do that he didn't ever see anybody else doing at haunted houses is he would put massive subwoofers all over the place and he had just barely audible low frequency wubbing happening yeah. to just oh unsettle you. Ooh. To just kind of destroy your brain I can so that you got to never be comfortable. That's what this game uh, has that same vibe. Oh, like yeah. when the headphones are in, you're just like, I'm not just ever calm. Uncomfy. Why don't I ever get to be calm? <laughs> Why is all of it always attacking me at all mm-hmm. moments? And, yeah. and the,
2: the best part is it, there'll just be one sound out of nowhere in yeah. one hallway that you've already been in <laughs> and it just comes out of nowhere yeah. and every time i don't like that yeah. i don't i do not like <laughs> yeah. that what does that mean oh man what's happening yeah it is unsettling uh,
0: there's later parts of the game where there's just the sounds of like loud machinery that it d- like you don't even ever come across machinery and so you're just like why is why do these get to be the sounds mm-hmm. like well, i'm supposed to just be in a hotel and you're like right. King! Yeah, bum, bum, bum.
2: Like, what yeah, is yeah. happening? Excuse me. That's what me? I mean. Is,
0: is they, a a lot. Of, okay, so
1: I'm. I want to get into to Hun Bun's horror theory uh, for a second. <laughs> I think every every like horror film or horror game you play, sort of immediately, one of the things it does is it sets expectations yeah. for what types of scares you can expect. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of a lot of media does this i think without even realizing that it's doing it you know if it's a monster film right like if it's alien that yeah. we're watching then you're going to imagine that a lot of the scares a lot of the scary stuff is going to come from the alien that's on the ship and it right. can it can only attack in you know so many different ways mm-hmm. so you sort of imagine a window for what's possible well silent hill 2 is set in the nightmare maybe non-existent world yeah. of silent hill where anything can happen because you are never really sure whether you are witnessing yeah. any actual mm-hmm. events yeah yeah like, no, like <laughs> yeah. because the, the the window that they painted for scares too includes big. essentially <laughs> any possible thing they can come up with that's so and true it works like it just means that at any time there are no rules, yeah. Based. Except yeah. for the limitations of the PlayStation Two, sure. that's your only like comfort. Yeah. Is like, well, well, okay, well they can't they can't do you know, yeah. Like like many different, uh, I can't be attacked by like fifty different things at once or right. something like that. Okay. That's like those are the types of limitations they have.
0: Let's use that then to talk a, a little bit more actually, like substantially about what this game is because we're sort of just yeah yeah. What is the game is about engine? about basically so, so Silent Hill Two. Is a, a horror game where you're this character James, who is kind of inexplicably being drawn to this town. He has a letter from his dead wife that says, "I'm in Silent Hill, come find me, neener neener <laughs> neener." And so you go there, and uh, James is not super well voice acted. He's it's pretty, it's a kind of rough. Well, or pro- or, or
1: or super well voice acted if. You drink the Kool-Aid, which I do. <laughs> I actually think the acting in the game is Sublime. perfect and on purpose. Yeah. Well, I, I I think they were told to act like this. Yeah, that's that is my. They definitely my...
0: all act weird, but also to sort of your credit and to your point, Hunter, the the actions everyone is taking. I mean, it's it's cliche horror movie thing of like, why are you opening that door? Why are we doing that? Why is that the right. choice you're making? Right? Like that right. is that is the the main horror thing and this game is absolutely that you're just like i don't understand any character's motivation in terms of like why are we just you saw the most horrifying thing i've ever seen you're like i guess i'll follow it into the next room let's go
2: that or jumping down a hole to then jump down another hole to then jump down another hole that's
0: like my favorite section
2: (laughs) oh my gosh
1: there there's like a solid hour of the game where james is just jumping (laughs) down like long dark holes I think it's because every character in the game is—they're not—they're not just like, they're not just normal yeah. human characters that you would expect. Right. They are all going through some sort of trauma, right. Um, right. and they're all—I uh, would. This is not this game is not for the. This is not like a fun game. Um, it's not even a fun game in the sense of horror. Yes. It, is, it is like a sad, yes. like melancholy, like depressing game right about some real real stuff even though the voice acting is quote unquote
0: silly yeah um so uh, think you're visiting the town and you are just trying to find your wife you meet characters along the way that hunter is kind of setting up are just like other super weird people that you everyone's just here and nobody knows why anybody's here the rest of the town is completely vacant i mean everyone is either a dead weird shambling corpse or one of these like four people that you come across. One of them yeah. is this guy named Elliot, who he's kind of freaky, but he's he's seemingly fairly friendly. Uh, you got a little scary girl that just runs around and mm. avoids you and you chase after her a bunch. And then you've got uh, Maria who looks like your dead wife and you're mm-hmm. kind of obsessed with yeah. the fact that she looks like your dead wife. And then there's also what is her name? Angela. Angela. Thank Oh, Angela.
2: Angela. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's a whole vibe. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she's great. (laughs) So Um, uh, you you explore the town, and mechanically speaking, uh, Kimmy brought up tank controls earlier. If you don't know what tank controls are, uh, it's a weird... Okay, so there's a new Tim Rogers video out, and I'm so glad I watched part of that video because he goes on a very long explanation of tank controls, and I think without that in my brain, I would have complained about the control scheme of this game, but he... And and I've never played Resident Evil. I don't know, like, the context of tank controls throughout mm-hmm. time but the explanation is essentially so tank controls you move forward or you move backwards and then you rotate right or left you don't really do any like strafing in this game you can hit the bumpers and do a little yeah, bit of strafing you can, you can do you can strafe a little yeah. but don't think about your Grand Theft Autos your Red Dead Redemptions like you don't move around in that sort of 3D space the way you're used sure. to it's, it's it feels like you're on 2D planes and rotating across the planes what that allows for is the ability to like be backing up and, like, firing your shotgun as you back away. Now, I think that's more in theory than it is in practice because all the guns fire, like, so slow. You end up just standing still. That never really... Ha- I, I almost never backed up in this game, right? It was faster to mm. turn around and just fucking run from whatever I was trying to get away from or whatever. Right. Um. But, so it's a tank control game. You're picking up items along the way, and it is very... uh to horror game standards you're just like exploring space finding key items to open doors to get to new areas to find key items to open doors you solve puzzles and for me the immediate hook was i'm a man who okay i take off after uh kimmy <laughs> kimmy and i have a, a grandfather a pops if you will, <laughs> a pops. And our pops Loves maps. He collects maps. He's just got a ton of maps. Yeah. He's just got all these maps. Ops loves maps. And I love maps too. Boy, howdy. Let me tell you, he's got something right because maps are cool. And maps in video games, when done well, are like absolutely my jam. Yes. And I don't know if I've ever played a game that loves maps more than Silent Hill 2. This grabbed me so hard. You get your map, and then as you like, jiggle door handles and realize a door is locked you can reopen up your map and it'll show that okay well I've scribbled off that it does the yep. note taking for you on the map yep. so that you yes. don't have to keep track of stuff but it's being kept track of and it's always aware of like what you are would be wanting to think about oh there's a puzzle box there we put a little circle on the map for you it knows yeah. everything you yeah. need to know right and it is right.
2: perfect it's it is a, perfect essential map. I yeah. would say yeah yeah
0: it is the yeah. game Otherwise- I mean the whole game is the map to me right right Yeah, I mean, without it, the game
1: would be um, confusing and maybe, like, hard to keep track of. I mean, I think it comes from a tradition of games where they sort of expected you to take notes. Yes. You know, a lot of, uh, especially Resident Evil 1... Um, there's a lot of just, all right, here's this this weird key. It'll be like, here's this weird key. It's going to unlock some weird door. Yeah. And the connection between these two devices is not quite as bad as chicken wheel to <laughs> to rope. Yeah. But it's pretty bad to where you definitely will have an easier time like keeping a notebook and yeah. even like drawing your own maps and stuff. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Silent Hill 2 is basically taking that tradition and incorporating it very neatly. Yeah. Into the game but crucially they are not doing all your homework for you you still got to touch every door Mm -hmm. to know for sure whether you can go in it or not which creates a huge tension point because when james goes to open a door if you try to open it you open it you you don't it's not like he checks and it's like oh this one's real do you want to go inside (laughs) actually he just goes in there and who knows what's in there so every time you click on a door you're like all yeah. right, I, you're almost relieved when yeah. it
0: doesn't open because yeah. you're like, okay, you that be was nothing. For I don't sure. have to that's deal kind any. of the best yeah. case scenario the, the, here. The, the the thing you go through every time is like you hit X to open the door and then you immediately hit R trigger and hover your thumb over X right. because that's the way you would shoot the gun mm-hmm. you're holding or swing. It's like I need to be, especially because I think the most um, seeming, everything in this game gets like a pass for me because of like how... Anything that would normally annoy me in a game, in this game, just adds to the tension or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the one example I have right now is every single load is like a fade in from black and a fade out. Which means Ah. every transition point, you open up a door, you have to wait for the screen to fade in from black. And in some rooms, there's a monster directly in front of you. And right. you don't see it until it's literally starting to swing at you or whatever. So it's like many yeah. times you open the door, you you listen very closely to your headphones because you want to see if you hear that. And then you just start firing your shotgun because you're like, I don't know where the hell the thing is, <laughs> but I need to make sure it's not hitting me because I don't even see my body yet. And it's just like it adds to that fear of everything around the corner could be anything or whatever. Yeah yeah or there isn't a monster
1: there instead there's just some very strange prop that will scare you (laughs) just as much even though there's nothing Mm -hmm. to, to combat with one of the earlier moments of the game that i found really scary is there is a room you go into in a one of the early i would say dungeons or just like chapters of the game is an apartment building and there's one room you go into where there's just like a mannequin set up wearing your wife's clothes uh it's her dress i think i believe it was meant to be her dress um and yeah that. that was that was easily uh one of the scariest moments of the game for me and you don't really fight anything yeah um, uh, is that, that where moment. you get
2: the flashlight for the first time i think time? that is where you get the yeah. flashlight and it's actually i the think mannequin? there is a
1: monster that appears right Later after in the room. Yeah. you get it
0: yeah <laughs> but <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah so so that that's really the whole game is just puzzle room after puzzle room i will say for me uh the biggest weakness of the game um that I would actually categorize as a weakness is that it'll throw boss fights at you every once in a while Mm -hmm. there's as an action it's what's beautiful about this game is it gives you two difficulty sliders at the beginning of the game you can decide how many how hard do you want the puzzles to be and every single puzzle in the game is rewritten for Mm -hmm. a new difficulty and the answers will be different and and harder to determine and then you have an action difficulty slider, which I don't know what the action difficulty slider does besides, like, I would assume your standard, like, more health. Like, and- less health. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It takes um, more yeah. shots to kill something. But, but yeah. it's not like like we described. I mean, the tank controls are pretty slow, so it's not like... I have any enjoyment of that action game stuff and most boss fights are in a pretty small room and your goal is to just run to one corner of the room, shoot yep. the thing, let it get as close to you as it can because everything in this game moves very slowly. You're yeah. not you're not asked to do big, crazy, fast action beats, but you wait for it to get close to you, you sprint past it to the other corner of the room and fire again. Yeah. And it, it's kind of that every single time. So the, the boss fights are more the vibes. How fast. Freaky of this new monster. Yeah. Are you yeah. being dealt with but the actual like combat experience of it's just like I don't know and then you just sort of kill the thing or whatever. just
2: figuring out what it's about because it's yeah. not always combat uh, Yeah, it's, it's sometimes there's... it's just surviving. Yeah. Yeah get away it, from the thing You have to figure that out <laughs> right. in the process. Yeah
0: Oh, okay. So there's your first sticking point. Here, here was a here was a big moment I had in my my playing experience mm-hmm. because <laughs> there are some monsters you can't get. The main guy that's wandering around all these places yeah. is this dude known as Pyramid Head. I always thought Pyramid no, Head. No, he's not called Pyramid Head. He's called Red Pyramid Thing. In the game, at one point, he calls him Pyramid Head. I swear to God. I just wanted
1: to point out in the Konami presentation yesterday, they used the proper name, which is Red Pyramid Head. Is that the Japanese name? (laughs) So, like, Pyramid Head is just like what we call him in our world. In the English translation in the game I finished
0: last night, they called him Pyramid Head. That's just like a nickname, though? (laughs) Like, I'm just trying to be like really specific with you. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh,. Pyramid Head, generally speaking, you can't kill. You can't do anything about him. He just shambles towards you with a massive Final Fantasy VII sword and uh, is going to do you in. But there's one time where you are in a small room with him, and there's nowhere for you to go. There's nothing for you to click on. There's nothing for you to do. And when you shoot Pyramid Head, it goes ping! And you're like, oh, I guess my bullets are bouncing off his metal head. Well, you, well you you thought that. I you thought that. that. <laughs> and I think it's a yeah. logical conclusion to come to. Especially because you've been faced with Pyramid Head in, like, multiple rooms before this. And you can't do anything about him. But right. the goal is actually shoot him enough times where he goes, I don't like this. And he kind of shambles away. <laughs> and, he and he's leaves. like, quit shooting me. Leave, <laughs> leave me alone, buddy. And uh, he walks out of the room. And that's like all of your Pyramid Head fight- fights are the same thing. I spent uh, way too long... Starting and restarting that fight and mm-hmm. thinking, okay, maybe I'm not doing the fight wrong. Maybe I need to explore the building again. Maybe I'm missing some puzzle item to deal with the guy or whatever. I have yeah. no idea. Uh, nope, it just just keeps shooting him.
2: Well, some are time based as well.
0: Which one's that?
2: I think it's that first one. Mm. I believe it's time based. It has nothing to do with You
0: just you just wait around yes, until yep. it's done. One, one it, it's of them still.
2: is. I don't recall yeah, which one, okay. but one is one hundred percent. I remember one that's yeah. just like
0: you just wait around until it's over. Yeah. I think that
1: um matt it's crucial to because you told me about this before we recorded it's crucial to note matt that you did not have access to a walkthrough in that because i would just say that that's a moment where you just ask your older brother to tell you you know (laughs) what what you're supposed to do well and with games like this
0: what the time it's every single time this happens if i get hung up on a game it's always the same thing right it's Oh, you were doing the right thing, but it was slightly different than you thought it was. It's never like, oh, you just didn't even know how to do the puzzle. It's like, no, I had the right idea. I went down that path. It didn't work. So I went, okay, I guess that's absolutely not it. And I'll try completely other things. It's like, no, 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 you were 95% of the way there. You just didn't finish the thing yeah I, I i know about that i mean i
1: feel like we actually live in a time where games are have the opposite problem now where they're so yeah. they want me to be so confident that i'm doing the right thing right. all the time yeah that there's no mystery anymore but yeah there's probably a happy medium there um that one boss fight in silent hill 2 probably toes the line of being not in a happy medium well, place and, and being a little hunter too, you little and too i weird.
0: talked about is it's a structure thing too right it's It's the first time you're locked in a room with Pyramid Head, actually. All the other instances are, like, mostly cutscene or, like, Mm -hmm. a very quick... You sort of dodge him and then he goes away. It's the first time you're, like, face-to-face with him. So it's just a matter of, like, this is the time... We are teaching you how this thing works, so of course you're going to right. bump up against it. That's the point. It's the first time we've done this to you. It's the same thing with the other uh, one that I was on an internet connection when I played this is the, the puzzle where you like have to get the can of beans to smash the trash down the trash chute. Yeah. That's some pretty nebulous puzzle thought. And that's as uh, nebulous as Chicken Wheel. It's not as bad as Chicken Wheel, but it's as, it's about as nebulous as this game ever gets. I'll say that much. Yeah. The, most yeah. of the puzzles are incredibly I'll say straightforward. that
2: one, I forget every time. Yeah. I yeah. forget it every time I played the game. I don't remember what this these cans of yeah. juice are for. <laughs> I'm like, I've had these cans of juice. Yeah. I need to get into this trash can. What am doesn't I doing? It doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. It's,
0: it's a tricky one, and it's just sort of inexplicable. But it's like the worst it ever gets and at the very at the end of the day too, once you do it, you go, okay, sometimes this game's gonna throw weird stuff at mm-hmm. me. I need to be prepared to think about every item in weird contexts. And then the lesson's yeah. done. You never run into that problem ever again yeah, after no. that moment. Yeah,
1: I think had you had a a background, uh, if you already had like a bachelor's degree in Resident Evil right. uh, ter- like you know, puzzle terminology, I feel like that would have made more sense to you. I just feel like in a game like Silent Hill or Resident Evil most like there's not a whole lot of here's this thing and it don't worry about it it doesn't matter everything matters and is probably going to be important
0: like within yeah. the next hour that's the most important lesson to learn is i the first time you go into that apartment building that's the like be, before that point you're just exploring the city and you're like i don't know it's a whole freaking city i have a map that looks yeah. huge i have no yeah. idea how big This game wants me to be thinking at each individual moment. So when you go into the apartment, you're like, I don't know. Am I going to keep coming back to this apartment? Am I going to be doing a lot of stuff? So you don't think like everything I find in this apartment is used in this apartment, mm-hmm. and then I'll probably be right. done with it forever. You don't know that until you like get through the whole apartment, because like once again, you never run into that problem. Next time, when you go to the hotel, you're like, I know what the hotel is all about because it's just like the apartment. Yeah. It's just like the hospital. They're all the same. They're there. These are the segments, and that's the. St- I'm learning the structure of this game mm-hmm. as it's presented right. to me.
2: And it and it puts it doing it that way. It, it's you're able to structure how you play the game yeah. too, because right. you can sit down and okay, I know I'm doing. The apartment. Yes. I know. I'm doing the hospital. Right. Okay. So you can get through that whole thing and then feel good about putting that Being away. And Man, coming I tell back you, Kimmy,
0: you're super right. It sucks that I played 90 percent of this game in one sitting on an airplane <laughs> from London to yeah. uh, America. See, I prepared, that was a horrifying experience. I'll tell you that much.
2: <laughs> I prepared for this yeah. assignment. Okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I wish I had uh, maybe taken more breaks. The original plan was to um, play this with my wife, Katie, uh, with her sort of doing that Mm -hmm. that backseat helping puzzle solve uh, sort of thing. But two things happened. One katie hates video games that's sort of a, that's a hard <laughs> oh, i was bar. so excited for her to play it <laughs> well she she it was fun because that we played like the, the opening which the, i mean if anything it stinks because the opening's fairly slow yeah. like you don't get into oh, like yeah. the action from it but yeah, the yeah. first time you come across like even just a shambling corpse you're just like oh jesus what the fu-? like it yeah. really it really gets you um and yeah. then they start crawling around on the ground like mm-hmm. the weirdest little snake people i don't know man uh but she, It was going really slow, um, especially because I'm also bouncing against the tank controls at the very beginning. Like, when I first boot up the game, it's also the first time I've played a tank controls game. So I'm just, like, trying to walk in a straight line, and it doesn't go, like, I, I'm mm-hmm. bouncing off of every side of the, yeah, yeah. the corridor. You're just getting used to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was extra slow. And the second problem was a weird technical issue of, <laughs> and I had to message you, Hunter, about this to figure out what was going on. When I I started playing it in the living room on our TV and the dark areas were so dark I couldn't see any mm-hmm. anything at all and I was like is right. it supposed to be this dark And the answer was no because later I just started playing it on my actual steam deck on the screen and it was not anywhere close to that like when I went into the apartment before you find the mm-hmm. flashlight literally pitch black. Couldn't see a single oh, thing. Gross. Was yeah, bo- yeah, was just, that, that was just right. bouncing into anything and and tapping X until it could right. work. So it was going to be unplayable in that. that I just got to tell you that ain't right. Yeah, right that, there, there. That, <laughs> ain't, that ain't <laughs> right. That ain't <laughs> how it's supposed to be. Well,
2: question. So you played the original version, right?
0: I played a PS2 uh, emulated version.
2: Okay. See, I played the PC version, right? Without tank controls this time.
0: Oh, so that's an option. It,
2: it's an entirely remastered what free version out th- i don't know who makes it i'm sure that's how
0: i
1: played it did oh, you okay Silent hill 2 enhanced edition. yeah so now um, again
2: i didn't physically play it my partner did yeah, yeah. i right. sat by again out. because you know just because
0: <laughs> <laughs> well this game also you don't need to be playing it to have to, all of oh, the yeah. entire experience the combat is i would say the lowest point of yes. the like interaction with the game and yeah. everything else is like, what you're interacting with. And that's just with.
2: how I prefer it sure. to, you know, to experience it. Yeah. It's more like a, a cinematic experience mm-hmm. to me. Um, but, yeah, so we played it that way. Yeah. And, and yeah, he said it was much more playable. That's a. interesting. The, the controls. Okay. The... um.
0: I was wondering that about, you know, they're they're talking about this whole remake thing. Because mm-hmm. the my, we talked about this last episode, Hunter. Uh, Max Payne is supposed to be getting some remakes. And I we kind of questioned if that is a good thing. So right, I would like to ask idea. the class, does a remake of Silent Hill two seem like a good thing? I've seen some reporting that says they have every indication that the company doing this remake has been uh-huh. given very little freedom hmm. to play around. They've they're right. they're on a tight leash.
2: That's that's where I would want them. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I would want it to be one hundred percent to to the T. Yeah. Yes.
0: Mechanically that's... and everything. A, a graphical upgrade and almost nothing else. Essentially. Well,
2: I'd say I'd say graphical. I'd say voice lines, okay, all of sure, that. Yeah. Perfor- yeah. Yeah. Performance and yes, everything. Yes, yeah. Yes. That's true. That's true. But as far as changing the the gameplay, no. Yeah. I mean. Right. Just just bringing it up to today. Modern standards. Yeah.
1: Hunter, let me let me chime in here. Um, I think that remaking Silent Hill 2 is a horrible idea, <laughs> and they shouldn't do it at all. Yeah. Uh, I think that it, 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 everything about it is perfect for what it is. Mm -hmm. I feel that. And if it, it, it has such a PlayStation 2 type aesthetic that if you change that, if you modernize it, like the, the enhanced edition is all you need because all it does is, is just try to preserve it as much as possible on PC, bad voice acting and all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and if you clean up the messiness in quotes of the game I feel like you take away a lot of the otherworldly and nightmarish right. uh aspects of it which I feel like are essential.
0: Yeah. Um I agree that too- distance that distance is important the the idea that everything feels off because it feels too far down the uncanny valley or I guess like yeah. the, I'm I'm saying it's not that right it's not even the uncanny valley it's just this like oh. ah this is like a this is like a puppet I'm I'm moving around. But that quality means these aren't people. <laughs> like, I don't... These aren't people, right. which means the horror factor is, like, this very strange Lovecraftian mental yeah. kind of... All of these yeah. people are mad, and I don't know where I am, and I don't even know if I'm in a real place or if anyone is a human being.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: Well, it's not like Resident Evil 2. Like, it's not
1: like... It, it doesn't have this strong gameplay foundation that you could just you know change put a new coat of paint on it and freshen up those mechanics and then suddenly wow this is a whole new game that feels still connected to the original's vibe right i feel like a silent hill 2 remake will not it it just by necessity will not be close like let me give you a little here's a micro example part of what i think is fantastic about silent hill 2 is that in the fmv sequences the faces of the characters yeah. is just so, so unnerving <laughs> and the reason the reason it's unnerving is because they were going to do motion capture yeah So motion capture is a thing at this point it's it, it has already been utilized by squaresoft in a number of cg sequences and final fantasy games uh and they had that technology they chose not to And I think it may have been partially budget. I'm not sure this was purely artistic, but I think it made uh, its own special angle. Uh, they chose not to motion cap the faces, meaning yeah. all of those faces are hand animated right. by like this one guy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> So that's why they look like that. They look like that because they did it the hard, slow, bad way. Yeah. Yeah. Now there is no way in heck... That the Polish team making, and in fact, you can already see it if you look yeah. at the if you look at the trailer. Those are like standard, good, good in yeah. quotes motion capture on every aspect of the performer's face, mm-hmm. like Naughty Dog style, like Last of Us style. Yeah, mm-hmm. that level of performance is going to take away to me an essential aspect of I this
2: game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, watching the trailer, I felt like. This isn't James. This is a person. James yeah,
2: this isn't is a some person.
0: Who's this fucking guy? Yeah. And
2: now James is that. like this
1: weird broken guy. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's like James doesn't even make sense. The James in the Silent Hill 2 remake will be a human being. Yeah. And that is not yeah. the protagonist of Silent Hill Two.
2: Now now that you say that, I'm like, okay, I didn't actually watch the trailer for the new one. Mm. But yeah. yeah, I think that is what just leads to the charm of this game yeah. too, is that It's just so bizarre. Everything that's happening. It's like like watching
0: Nosferatu. If you've ever watched Nosferatu, it is a very Mm. old black and white horror film. And part of its charm is the fact that they do not have modern horror sensibilities. They just have a fucked up dude in a really bad (laughs) mask walking slowly through corridors. Like, nothing else happens in that movie. It's just scary because the medium is scary. Mm. It's freaky to see everything in this context. And what did they have to do in order to make that work? Well,
1: they had to light them very particularly. They had to work with what they had, which is, I think, what Silent Hill 2 is that type of masterpiece that works because of the limitations mm-hmm. mm. and if you take all those away i don't know if there's a point yeah. anymore it, then
0: it, it's then it's the a product of the cliches that it's using right because th- th- there's nothing wholly new to silent hill 2 i would say it's, if, you com-
1: it's, if you compare it to film sure but right yeah, as yeah. a game as a game being primarily about like drama sure. and grief that's, and yeah that's even very,
0: like, very bold in 2001 yeah. we haven't talked it really about 2001 is. a game odyssey but holy shit this game is so much more mature than any like we've been talking and about grand theft auto by, and max yeah. Payne. Right. this ain't that stuff oh my no, god this is, this is not that it's about some real stuff and it
1: wasn't made by some obscure weirdo group yeah. it was konami is putting this out they're at like the height of their powers yeah. uh depending on how you look at it i guess But, like, this was a huge game to be about some very deep, very real stuff. Um, And it just, you know, the thing that gets to me about uh, really consuming any Japanese games from the 90s and 2000s is I just feel like they were all so in to not even just David Lynch generally, but specifically Twin Peaks. Oh, my God. The music of this game is the Twin Peaks soundtrack? It's so <laughs> Twin Peaks, like everything about it just, just I feel like is all about that show. It's just like everyone making this was just such a fan yeah. of that type of the thing. The soundtrack
2: is perfect. I, <laughs> yeah. I had, I remember having it on like my my Zoom or whatever That's I had hilarious. at the time. Yeah, yeah. I would listen <laughs> yeah. to these songs on the bus or whatever. Like I was that in a into lot of it.
0: Directions. I'll say that much. It's hilarious how. I mean, because yeah. you expect some horror stuff, right? You expect that mm-hmm. just, like, boom, boom, then a, And then there's, like, a rockin' guitar solo yeah. uh, credit song. And there's, or, like, a very weird tin, Twin Peaks. I mean, there's, literally, like, the theme song of Twin Peaks is almost in this. There's a part where you... Yeah. I don't remember where you're at, but it's literally, like, bum, no, bum, right. yeah. mm-hmm. dum, dum. <laughs> like,
2: or Or the that? sad, slow piano. Yes! Like, yeah, it's all <laughs> over <laughs> the place. Oh, my God. And that's, yeah.
0: Yeah, I would say more than anything across the board, This to, to return to our first talking point, the sound is where every single part of this game comes together. Because, especially, sound design is not something that has changed wildly over the last i don't know 50 to 70 years like we have a pretty good understanding of how to do sound stuff and we're really at this point just sort of adding to it you have stuff like sony atmos where it's like oh sometimes the sound comes from above you now i don't know what else (laughs) do we have but in terms of like actual mixing uh we know how to do that stuff really well and so Silent Hill 2 is like yeah 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 the cinematics are going to be kind of weird the controls are like a little clunky cuz it's it's a it's 2001 but the sound is immortal the sound can be from any era and it's still like you can play Silent Hill 2 in four, 50 years from now and the sound is still going to hit the exact same way
1: yeah it's i think it's the best game for sound design yeah. that like ever yeah. made i can't think of a game with better sound, uh, so it, it may as well be this one. Yeah. Like this may as well be the 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 greatest game for sound sa- until we find another. Well, to especially take this because ground. even if
0: even if some other game maybe does like a better job technically, the sound like the sound design of this game means more too. So those two right. things combined, it's like technically perfect and. Critical to the playing of the game. Now,
2: there was one time. I don't know if you guys remember this particular. It was toward the end of the game. You're in like Pyramid Head's lair, Uh and the The sound of the dripping water at all times (laughs) is so unbearably loud. Yeah, was that on purpose? It had to be. It had
0: to be. No, every. I was like, this this doesn't make sense. Like
2: this, it would not be this this loud? loud. Yeah. But it Man. was so unnerving, too, but annoying, also. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know what this means.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the sound uh, betrays you, I would say, several times. Yes. Yeah. Um, as far as, like, how, how mean it is willing to be. There is a moment early on in the game. I, I, it's, I almost don't even want to spoil it, just in case any listeners were to play it. But you're in a room, and the sound... It's, it's in the... Uh, well, no, I don't want to say where it is. It's in the early part of the game, mm-hmm. and you're in a room, and something happens sound-wise that if you're wearing headphones will drive you insane, yeah and it is the craziest, scariest thing I've ever experienced in any game or any mm. movie or anything. Uh, I literally threw... My headphones <laughs> off of my head because it made me think for a second that the sound I was hearing in my headphones oh, no. was not coming from the game. That's it was see, in fact.
2: I don't think I've ever played it with headphones, so yeah. you really you have it. to. I,
0: I, I got to say it on a plane. It, it's very good in headphones. Yeah, I, what sucks is I was playing it on an airplane. I played most of this game on on a flight, and headphones were helping right but there's obviously like there's so much noise inside of an airplane yeah that that an airplane rides it so if anything the the headphones like were the only thing keeping me invested in the game at all i will say on the airplane i found most of the game a little bit less scary than when i was playing it i finished it last night at home the my first few sessions playing it were at home and those were distinctly scarier moments than me playing on airplane. That doesn't help the fact that I was also incredibly self-conscious about playing it on the airplane because (laughs) I was sitting right next to a very old very posh British man (laughs) who was in, like, his full, like, a very nice awesome, like, green plaid jacket. His wife was sitting across the aisle. They could never hear each other across the aisle, but they would carry on no matter what, (laughs) trying to talk to each other. What's that, darling? What are you saying? No, I can't hear you. What is that? (laughs) And I'm playing this horrifying fucked up game where like you walk into a room and pyramid head has like a corpse like upside down and he's like just like shaking it against his own body and it's like almost sexual but if not for all the grime everywhere but you're not sure and so i'm like i'm like turning my steam deck like away (laughs) from this guy because i'm just like i can't let him see what the fuck (laughs) is on the screen and i notice him pretty routinely i have this giant ridiculous like a steam deck i have officially confirmed a steam deck in the wild is a fucked up thing. It's very yeah, weird, it and people bad. don't like it. Uh, people don't like that you yeah. have this like massive computer uh, <laughs> sitting in your hands. Uh, it's it's too big <laughs> in that context. So I'm just like constantly facing it away from him, and like very embarrassed by the whole thing. Uh, and I think that ruined at least a little bit of the deegesis that mm. Silent Hill was presenting. You me. know what? <laughs> it's it's so funny that you're like
1: embarrassed by it because I would have I would love to have to play Silent Hill 2 next to a very posh British man <laughs> uh-huh. because what I would do here's what I would do. If he started paying attention to it, yeah. I would start telling him what it was. <laughs> That's what I would do. Is I, I wouldn't I wouldn't keep it away from him. If he w- if he, you know, if he wants to mind his own business, fair enough. I'm not going to bother him with knowing what Silent Hill 2 is. But if he looks at me yeah. for a
0: little too long, then that means You're he in. has to know what Silent Hill You're 2 in. is. I was right. I was already preparing my like academic remark like what is this? It's like, oh, it's a, it's like a kind of very Lovecraftian. Mm. It's very academic. <laughs> it's very, it's not weird and it's not stupid at all. It's Pure, definitely purely not for stupid. research yes. purposes. Oh, absolutely. It's it's part of my job. I'm just doing part business of my job. right now. <laughs> right, I'm here on right. business.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well. Wow. Uh, okay. I think it's time to talk about this game in the context of 2001 a bit more. Okay. Then. You want to uh, do the two thousand and one ranking first? Yeah, I think I think so. I don't know what we've been alternating recently, but uh, I
1: yeah no I, it doesn't matter what order we do it in. Um, yeah. I think and I think we should start with two thousand one. I had a proposition for this week's theme. Okay. For two thousand one. Okay. I would like to do this week's version of the two thousand one list as if we are critics living in the year two thousand one. Okay. We have to put those hats on, and I don't want to do it earnestly. I want to kind of role play it and sort of strategically create a list that is designed
0: to be put in a magazine. Yeah. And then we, for people we are to the read. public, we are the editors of a magazine and we are creating our 2001 best of list. Oh, no. Yeah. Is that what you're yeah. saying, Hunter? Well, yes. Because yes. I was going to say, too, the other thing, the other thing we decided last week is that our criteria is to think about each week the 2001 list in the context of. The game we're talking about this week is the best game, and what? How do we have to reframe the entire list to make the current game the best game, the number one spot? Which I think yeah. fits the bill. I think we've done like that. The critics, I think, would agree that this well, is okay. The best game okay, of the year. if if we want to do
1: that, if we want to do that, because I don't think critics gave it best game of the year in the that year, year yeah. because mm-hmm. of because of other games that are even on our list. Yeah. So I would suggest this: if we're gonna put. Silent Hill 2 at the top of our 2001 list, then we are, we must be some sort of too cool for school punk rock gaming publication which means grand theft auto 3 has to go on the bottom absolutely because <laughs> the list was made to frustrate people that read it yeah. to make them go ah how dare they that makes me so <laughs> mad but then they see number one and they're like oh that, i guess that game's cool yeah you know yeah. like that kind of thing
0: absolutely that's what i want to do that is definitely what our list is is the too cool for school gaming magazine uh Uh, by way of uh, journalism. So we know for sure Silent Hill 2 is number one then. Okay. So as a cool critic list... Where do we go from there? My eye is immediately attracted to Bongayo and Pikmin. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think, I think uh, Kimmy, you might not know, uh, I don't know, half these games on this.
2: Th- I know them. I just haven't, haven't really played, played them. them. Yeah. yeah. Bongayo, I know of all of them. But... Bongayo
0: is the coolest thing on this list. That's it sounds cool. cool. Sounds
2: really but cool.
1: Bongayo has got to be number two. Yeah. Because yeah, we both thought that should be number two. Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah but from there I, mean, I think pikmin is a pretty cool thing it's like the coolest thing nintendo ever did yeah but right but it's a nintendo game so oh. I, had, I think it oh. oh. takes a, a hit or two <laughs> uh.
1: <for laughs> because we're being <laughs> that because
0: we're the uh, what's the music uh, we're the pitchfork of oh no. yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is going to be kind of a pitchfork list what if we did something really annoying for number three what if we put sonic adventure 2 as uh-huh. number three As some sort of contrarian, like, it's actually very good. Well, but the problem
0: is, Hunter, you and I think Sonic Adventure 2 is bad. I think in 2001, everybody actually agreed that Sonic Adventure 2 was good. Like, people liked that game in 2001. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: I think so.
1: But, but again, we're putting our pitchfork hat Mm -hmm. on, which means... We have to
0: dumpster a classic, yeah. and okay. champion something everybody likes anyway. I will like, allow. It has to yeah, be, I think I think I think it's that or Super Monkey Ball as that position, right? One of those two games yeah. is the like you cannot deny its grace and its splendor. I think it's more yeah. Super Monkey Ball would be number three. I'm uh, down but, to do that. I'm down to do Monkey Ball instead of Sonic Adventure Two. Yeah, yeah. I I think so. I it's think not that's it's the correct
1: I feel like, but it, sure. it's. It, It probably would have been in 2001 because it's not like people were like flocking to
0: Monkey Ball when it came out. I'll leave I'll put Sonic Adventure 2 as number four, though. Uh, And then from there, I don't know. Now things get weirder. Mm -hmm. I I mean, next to Grand Theft Auto 3 has to be Halo, right? Halo, bad, dumb video game for dumb jocks right as yeah. As, yeah. as as us the yeah critics. yeah jocks uh, dumb dumb jock game tony hawk pro skater 3 might even be below that
2: yeah i'd say yeah skaters what, are what no would good. be the word for like normies for yeah. for 2001
0: the posers. posers posers tony hawk's pro skater 3 is a game for posers absolutely you're not a real skater <laughs> T- tony hawk's pro poser
1: 3 yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I i have a suggestion what if we're number four we did
0: klonoa 2 that i mean you know like I'm, I'm down a- for that the actual best platformer of the year basically yeah, yeah, yeah. oh for yeah. sure i mean I that's like that as as me matt martins that's actually how i feel as a contrarian person who really just wants <laughs> yeah. klonoa 2 to be a beloved franchise uh, <laughs> i think i think that's contrarian yeah. in the right way yeah okay so we have we 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 we're, we have kind of a middle point here then uh where max Payne, as aliens versus predator 2 and pikmin need to get kind of decided on um, I think Max Payne at the bottom of these three. Really, Max Payne at
1: the bottom. Yeah, yeah it's 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 serious. Yeah. in in a way that's uncool. And
0: and I think Aliens vs Predator Two is the top of those three because Pikmin is still right losing so many Nintendo yeah. points, and Aliens vs Predator Two is uh, incredibly cool in terms of its like crazy asymmetric design. So as our uh i don't know very strange hat and scarf wearing critics here is our 2001 ranking it's silent hill 2 Bongio for the dreamcast super monkey ball for the gamecube klonoa 2 for the ps2 sonic adventure 2 for the dreamcast aliens versus predator 2 for the pc pikmin for the uh, gamecube max Payne for the xbox and pc halo combat Evolved for the xbox tony hawks pro skater 3 for all consoles and grand theft auto 3 for the ps2 I kind of just like this list. I like this because, list <laughs> uh, is—I is, think this is actually truer to our real selves. Hunter. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: I think this is like a pretty good. Uh, this could just be the list, actually. <laughs> I think I'd be fine with that, um, even though it does—it doesn't go with our master list at all. No, I, I, that, that's good. Yeah. This is a new think, list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This just seems like how it should be, because um, yeah. yeah, Grand Theft Auto Three sucks. Yeah. Um, That's that's our new Mass Effect, I've noticed, is just dunking on Grand Theft Auto 3. Great.
0: I'm I'm happier for it uh, than than the other. Um, Okay. Well, now we have to take Silent Hill 2 and put it on the the big list. Uh, Okay. Kimmy, for a few weeks, our method has been, we sort of eye what I call decades. We eye a, a, a range of 10. And we kinda just throw it in the range and then we finesse it okay. from there. Okay. So so we'll kinda look through the list. I'll even read through we know this is gonna be towards the top, so I'm gonna like already assume like yeah. one to thirty at the very least, right?
2: My initial marker would be Super Mario Brothers three, right? That's that's to start from yeah, there. Hell yeah. Okay? This
0: is a good conversation because we're about to have.
2: <laughs> the Yeah. But then going from there, there's so many I, I really just am not that familiar. Okay. So from there to, to Ocarina. Okay. Okay,
0: um, you do you you like it less than Super Mario Brothers three? You like it more than Zelda yes, Ocarina of Time? I'd say so. We're in it. We're in a four to fourteen kind of range. Yes. Okay. Um, well, we all get a vote. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, no, just I, know. Want
1: to, I know. I just want to keep it simple. It's a top ten game. Yeah. All right. It goes in
0: the top ten. Yeah. Uh, I th- I think we should just read the top ten and see think, how far okay. up it goes. I think. So. But what was yeah. your vote, Matt? Yeah. I I, I agree. I, I it's basically a top fifteen. It's a top ten. I mean, I, I look at I look at. I look at Halo Combat Evolved and I go, I, d- I do think this is cooler and better than Halo Combat yes. Evolved. So well, that okay, makes so it top 10. How about this? How about this? So
1: um, considering y'all are a little more on that like 15 and up thing, what if we started at like number 12? I like it. And saw how how yeah. far it yeah. rose yeah, so from let's, there.
0: Just to read what we're talking about here. Number one, Disco Elysium, Celeste, Panzer Dragon 2's Vi. Super Mario Brothers 3, Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy, Katamari Damacy, Quake, Raw Danger, Metal Gear Solid, Hyper Light Drifter, Halo Combat Evolved, and Papers, Please. So we start at- the bidding <laughs> at Papers, Please. Uh, Papers, Please, very conceptual, very, uh, I would not say, th- the sound design of Papers, Please is interesting, but not doing the legwork this game is, obviously, but there's there's cool right. stuff in it. But no, they both have good sound. It's just like one is there's just uh, maybe less yeah, of it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but Papers, Please, to me, is a quick little isolated experience. And I think about it often, but I just don't know that it has the legs for me. It's this thing where every time I think about it more, I'm just like, I mean, yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty unique, hmm. but I don't, I don't know how long that lasts for me. You know what I mean? That unique quality is like, and then and then I move on with yeah. my
1: life. I think they have a lot in common, which is cool. I think they're both games where um, mechanically uh, what you're doing is not a one-to-one with what the game is about, but what you're doing reinforces the feeling that the game is trying to use to tell its broader story. Yeah. So Papers, Please is inherently a game about stamping passports, right? but... As in that's what you do, but it's not really about that at all, right? Mm-hmm. It's about, um, you know, how do you survive in a totalitarian situation where what's important is feeding your family and keeping them alive. Right. Silent Hill 2 is a game where you dodge weird, freaky monsters. Yeah. Uh, you mostly run away from them, and occasionally you shoot them with shotguns, okay? <laughs> but that's not really what Silent Hill 2 is about. Silent Hill 2 is about coping yeah. with a lost loved one and how much that can destroy a person, right? basically right um,
0: and 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 i think f- especially for its time uh silent hills flies above this right papers please is a part of a kind of indie renaissance where everyone's really telling these new bold stories with games and it is it is the way forward and Silent Hill, Hill 2 feels like it stands alone on a mountain <laughs> in that regard mm. for its time. Well, period. yeah, I,
1: I absolutely believe that Silent Hill 2 is, is the better and more important game. And the reason why they have all this stuff in common, right? But Papers, Please, I understand everything I really need to know about the story, what it's trying to communicate to me as a player yeah. and mechanically what the kind of overall point of it is. Uh, within like the first day of gameplay right silent hill 2 does not fully reveal itself Mm -hmm. until the very end of the game really it's at that point that you understand what this game has been about the whole time and you can spend the rest of your life thinking about (laughs) the tiny little elements (laughs) that were playing into what this game was about
0: that's true yeah this game will last last with you in a way that is uh as uncomfortable as the playing of it <laughs> like the whole yeah. your whole life you'll you'll have a depressive episode and you'll be like this reminds me of silent yeah <laughs> i, I, silent I Hill resemble right that
2: now. comment <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely something that stuck with me for a very yeah. long time like yeah. deeply yeah so yeah. uh yeah. so
0: next up then is halo combat evolved i don't even want to have i mean no, it jumps yeah. ahead <laughs> this one's <looks> easier <laughs> papers please was a beautiful conversation it's better than halo combat evolved how about it's better that? than halo <laughs> it just
1: is better than halo yeah um it just on every it's just it it has an importance to it uh in a way that halo is uh social
0: importance right halo halo social importance can't be hey checkers uh, is cool
1: checkers is a great game you can play it for free at cracker barrel while you're waiting (laughs) on them to bring food to the table all right that's good that's important that brings families together Uh okay Uh but silent hill 2 is about struggling with being a person yeah yeah. which Halo doesn't make a lot of room for that.
0: Uh, you know? Hyperlight Drifter, though, uh, I would say is in a somewhat similar field for me uh, personally. That game is about stuff under the hood, much in the same way Silent Hill 2 is. I would say Hyperlight Drifter's uh, maybe failing or strength, depending on how you care about this kind of stuff, is that Hyperlight Drifter very much doesn't explain what it's about and lets you just kind of. Let it mean what you would prefer it to mean. Uh, for some people, that means it doesn't actually do anything for them. Uh, for me as a person, it, it means every time I play Hyperlight Drifter, it means something mm. quite different to me. Uh, but I would say Silent Hill 2 is significantly more refined in that storytelling approach, right? I, I know what Silent Hill 2 is trying to tell me, and it still means a lot and can can grow as I grow. I would accuse Hyperlight Drifter of being way
1: too cool to ever be as raw yeah. as Silent Hill. Yes. 2. yeah, that's, I agree. That's how I would, how I quantify it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so it jumps ahead of that. Uh, now it's uh, Metal Gear Solid, which is an interesting um, thing. Konami to, to... v. Konami. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what to um, do here. <laughs> they're both, I have no they're input. both uh, Twin Peaksian. They're both
1: David uh-huh. Lynchian in nature. They both feature yeah. uh, weird dialogue, strange acting, weird script. Yep uh metal gear solid is about like 50 different concepts i would say um and you kind of have to love how haphazardly uh it throws around its its themes and its ideas yeah it is to me more of a comic book masterpiece whereas silent hill 2 is closer to that uh like literary world of uh of being uh but it's funny that they have so much in common. They're both very weird, very goofy, yeah. um, very off-putting, very strange. Yeah. I will say, um,
0: just, just as a um, my personal preferences, Silent Hill does more of my favorite kind of thing, uh, something I feel like I, I bounce off of a lot in uh, like JRPGs, and it was a little bit true in Metal Gear Solid. I think Japanese games like to do this a lot, which is... They like to just throw new mechanics at you all the time and and mm-hmm. you know, you spend ten minutes with that mechanic, and then we will never revisit that mechanic, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, a snowboarding section, woohoo, like all right, moving on, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and. Silent Hill 2 is not that. Silent Hill 2 is, like, a, a, a map. I mean, you really are doing the exact same thing. Oh, That could be a critique over against Silent Hill 2. It's just, yeah, like, I keep true. doing the same find key, yep. hit door, you- puzzle solve. Uh, but, like, to me, that's what makes it feel holistic. Whereas when games are just, like, constantly throwing new things at me, I it, it makes it harder for me to grasp onto the game as, like, a, a one- Single thing that I I really love that's that's why I like things like Celeste right because Celeste is pure, uh, And and those are things I value more I think I
1: think for the show I'm kind of isolating a bit of a theme here because if you look at our top six I would say roughly five of them are games about doing the same thing over and over and it doesn't change Actually, right Um, and Silent Hill 2 I would say is that so absolutely
0: is variety necessary to be a masterpiece no no, no. absolutely well, because not. because you can have variety within refinement right it's it's yeah these games meditation know, on a single mechanic right is and, more and expanding that into different directions but never abandoning the core premise the best the scariest moment of silent hill 2 is after you've done a really good job of exploring all of these things you've gotten really good at the game you've gotten really used to how to do the map and mm-hmm. how to find all the stuff. And then you get to an elevator. And the elevator is like, oh, we, we, have, we support the weight of one person and nothing else. Oh, that, includes yeah. that includes shotguns. That includes even a single bullet. If you have any items on you, nope. you cannot yep. get on this elevator, and you cannot progress exactly. the story if you don't get on this yep. elevator, which means everything you know about the game just got thrown out the window, and you got to right. go back to basics, baby. Yep. You got used right. to your shotgun, and now it's time to get afraid again, you idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I think yep.
2: that's what really took it to that, like, yes. okay, this is not as mundane and yep. monotonous as you oh think. Oh, my God.
0: It
1: transcends I, the whole I, game. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I think it's better than Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. I mean,
0: like, I just think that. We're moving on up. Uh, uh, raw danger boy uh i i felt like i was playing raw danger a lot while i played this game is oh, that yeah, weird yeah. that they're incredibly no, similar huh. in that in like what they do um this is yeah, a very Raw a, Danger a, game
1: they're they're like the same type of game they just have different goals raw danger is interested in uh i don't know kind of spiting you with <laughs> an awkward strange adventure
0: man uh, um, and looking at these two next to each other i'm just looking at the years uh, these are both ps2 games very similar six years apart what is yeah. that about
1: <laughs> yeah silent hill 2 on a technical level blows raw danger away <laughs> even if i mean i still love how much raw danger is about whatever it is about i mean the fact that it's a game about a flood yeah. uh really just wins so many points with me but like I feel like a lot of what what I love about Rod Danger has to do with uh, novelty, yeah. the uh, the gumption to make a game like this right. and for it to work exactly like this and right. then executing that vision. Um, but, you know, does it get to the core
0: uh, humanity of its characters? Right. Well, I would say it, it doesn't really. And I would argue Silent Hill 2 has that same gumption, right? It, it's yeah, pretty absolutely. bold in a lot of the things it chooses to do uh not in as goofy as a way i mean raw danger you can run around a flooding city in a christmas hat i don't we're talking about two different things here but uh i i think silent hill 2 is is just as bold and finds uh more meaning than raw danger i, I think there's a lot of meaning in raw danger's empathy i can't get over how cool that game is in that regard but silent hill 2 has uh just as much if not more i i i really like this part of the show because it
1: allows us to kind of like kind of contextualize our our love of a thing mm-hmm. uh by comparing it to other things but i just want i i gotta get a little meta right now matt yeah at what because because already isolated super mario brothers 3 right as where the pushback might co- start yeah. coming yeah Where is that for you? Because we've Mm -hmm. got Quake, Katamari, Damasi, and Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy are the next three. When do you start pushing back? That's what I want to know.
0: My pushback doesn't start until Celeste.
1: (laughs) What? That doesn't make sense. You said, Matt, you said
0: you said like top 15 but you actually no, 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 no. Top i was five. feeding off of i was feeding off of kimmy's range and i'm saying i mean it's definitely a, a top 15 like it's it's definitely okay. up there we're we're are right we're talking to top of the, i mean we if we want to skip ahead we can skip quake catamaran it's going above all of those i would love just to, to get to kimmy's point of super mario brothers 3 and and where where does that break down for you
2: for me, yeah, okay. I was just taking what's actually familiar to me for sure. so being able to right. take something and and you know range it because I don't
0: don't know Katamari for me maybe. S- Silent
2: Hill 2 as a whole in my ranking of everything yeah. is a top five game yeah now I c- I just can't compare it however sure. to the games that you know you guys may yeah. have, we have this dumb Top list. five <laughs> yes it's very dumb it makes no fucking sense
1: yeah it's, it's so it's pretty dumb
2: yeah the only reason I say Super Mario Brothers 3 is is that's another you know of course childhood like yeah, yeah. it's incredibly important to me but in very different ways, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't grow up with Silent Hill 2, mm-hmm. but I made it I made it my thing, right. you know, yeah. it, with Mario 3. That's yeah, it, that's a whole different.
0: Yeah. You, you sound. Know? you sound like you're more in line with Hunter's vibes on Super Mario Brother 3, which is that sometimes... When we talk about Super Mario Brothers three, we don't get to talk about Super Mario Brothers three because there's like a sacrosanct quality. It's just like a listen, man. I've been playing this game my entire life. You don't get to. You don't have yeah. to just come into my house yeah. and shit talk Mario. And it's a 3. game you
2: can play your entire yeah, life and never stop playing. Yeah, so yeah,
0: I
1: I think it, in the context of the show, when we talk about Super Mario Brothers three, it feels the most disrespectful. Like the, yeah. the this this section because it's almost as if we're talking about video games and comparing them to each other. And then suddenly we're like, all right, so that versus, you know, like soccer as a concept, <laughs> like the sports soccer yeah. and how important it is to the world yeah. and every little element of soccer. That's how I feel. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing on my personal list, of course, which I love, uh, which I love referencing because it just makes me feel so good having it. Um, super mario brothers 3 is my number one sure. right it's number four on our shared list i don't want to reveal where silent hill 2 was, is on my personal list but i have to be able to compromise to possibly get silent hill 2 above super mario brothers 3 so mm-hmm. even though i think it's frankly ridiculous yeah. that it's ranked number four on our shared list i think that and I don't think Silent Hill 2 is a better game, but I'm not really sure there is a game that could be better than Super Mario Brothers 3, yeah. which is maybe why it's silly that it's even on the list at all. Right. It uh, was the
0: very first episode. You chose this, by the yeah, way. I, I, you made I us do it was the, was the yeah. very first thing ever as Absolutely. if we were going to never let anything <laughs> dethrone it. <laughs> right. So maybe, maybe Super Mario Brothers
1: 3 is it's a comfortable thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's something that makes you feel joy and it makes you happy. Yeah. And it has defined video games, right? Silent Hill 2 is maybe the thing. It's it's this whole other thing in games, which is that games could be about something. Yeah. That games yeah. can make you feel things right and change your life in the way that good literature can. Yeah. Uh Super Mario Brothers 3 isn't going to change your life in that way. It has right. no story to tell you. It, it, is, a more, it, it is more tactile. Mm-hmm. It is like a living, breathing, actual thing. It's almost like an, an object, right? Mm-hmm. However, I think on a show that says that Disco Elysium right. is the greatest game ever made, what matters to us is that emotional involvement, that storytelling mm-hmm. aspect, that human aspect. So I think that's why on the list I can allow Silent Hill 2 to go above hmm. Super Mario Brothers 3. Okay, um, and for some reason also Panzer Dragoon
0: 2 <laughs> there. I forgot. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Um, that's funny. Okay, uh, do we want to talk about Celeste then? Yeah, because uh, Celeste is very much many of those exact same things, right? I mean, they're they're, they're yeah incredibly similar in their its decision to be about something much deeper but also still being like a perfect encapsulation of just its mechanical value right like silent hill 2 right is equal parts a great perfect horror game that you can just play and didn't have to mean anything and would have been a pretty great game right would have just worked as a horror game uh yeah and then also all of this other stuff and celeste is a great kind of perfect platform game and is also all of these other things. So then it becomes, I don't know how the, you know, I don't know how we combat those two things. Well, we never really talk about Celeste on this show, yeah. Um, which is weird
1: because there, there just was such a long gap there where we never really got to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and I like Celeste for all the reasons that, that you have laid out there. I just don't like it as much as it is on the list. So at this point, I would say I'm happy with where Silent Hill 2 is at. And I leave it completely up to you, Matt, whether it goes above or below Celeste. Well, that's
0: the beauty of today is we have a third party to to help us in this uh, process. So Kimmy, have you played Celeste? No, I haven't. I own
2: it. I haven't played it. Yeah.
0: You gotta boy, I tell ya, yeah, you, yeah, but I mean it's, it's very good. It's I, good I have
2: only heard yeah, yeah positive things um
0: um well in in regards to um sort of for for me, the reason I think of Celeste more and and I want to be clear, I said my pushback starts with Celeste that doesn't mean I'm unwilling to let Silent Hill 2 go above it, I think that's pretty right. cool, um but the reason my pushback exists is because. More so than anything, Celeste's in that quality we talked about earlier, where it's like it is it is three buttons basically. It is it, the the verbs of what you do in that game of jump, right? Mm-hmm. Jump and dash. That's it. But then what they do with that the the within each level design of Celeste, it recontextualizes what you can do with jumps and dashes in such extreme ways, while also Asking you to grapple with, you know, personal trauma and mental illness. uh, The way it remarks on those ideas, uh, I think, is much more thorough than Silent Hill 2, which we all kind of agreed earlier. You really sort of do the exact same thing over and over and again. I would say that elevator sequence is one of the big moments where the game throws something quite different at Mm -hmm. you. But beyond that, I mean, you do... You walk down hallways, you click on every single door you can possibly fathom to click on. You solve some puzzles, some of which are pretty fun and, and interesting, most of which are, are quite fun. A couple are, are easier or, or not that involved. But it doesn't... Mechanically, I don't think Silent Hill 2 uh, investigates itself as much as Celeste does. Does that make sense? Um, I, I think it makes sense, but it may be...
1: It maybe has a, a you're supposing something that i don't necessarily agree with which is that a game has to sure. be mechanically satisfying in order to be one of the greatest games ever made yeah i i would easily give it to you that silent hill 2 is uh, if we're just talking about what you do in the game uh it's quite rote everything it does has been done in other games mm. uh it it literally can be described as like essentially a resident evil game yeah mm-hmm. um but that doesn't really cover it at all. Right. If we were to only talk about the game in that way it feels like so much is missing from the experience and I would say if, if, we ha- if I have to compare it to Celeste I would say the thing that I feel like it has that Celeste does not have is Celeste feels like a synthesis of influences that create this kind of special new work whereas Silent Hill 2 feels like something that had never happened before. Yeah. And if you look at our top, let's just say our top four plus Silent Hill 2, because uh, Silent Hill 2 will, I guess, be in the top five, yeah. and we'll push uh, getting over it down. So if we're just talking about Super Mario Brothers 3, Panzer Dragoon 2, Zwei, Disco Elysium, and Celeste, I would say of that group of five, Celeste is the one that doesn't feel like a revolution as much as it feels like a refinement and a synthesis of ideas that were already out there. Right. That's not, it's, it's exceptional. And that synthesis is remarkable. The idea of a Mario game that is about what Celeste is about. That's insane. Right. Right. But at the same time, does it feel like this refreshing, like new work, like this big bang of itself? The way that Disco Elysium feels. And I, I mean, we're really weird about Panzer Dragoon 2's Vi on the show. <laughs> I do believe that, by yeah, the way. Yeah, what no, I'm saying. Like, I
0: agree, even like s- today I cleaned up my Steam Deck. I cleaned up like the the games I had on it and I, I got rid of everything except for Raw Danger and Panzer Dragoon 2's Vi. Those are the two games <laughs> where I'm like, those don't go anywhere. <laughs> those stick around and I will I'm gonna keep touching them. I'm gonna keep playing them. Um okay. Hunter and I have just been two lawyers, we have pleaded our cases. Kimmy is the judge. I want to hear how she feels about our arguments. I think I stacked the jury a little (laughs) bit on this one. So,
2: the way you describe Celeste, it sounds it sounds great, right? It sounds like a perfect world for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I really enjoy platformers. I really enjoy good mechanics. Mm -hmm. I've always been really, really big on mechanics and not story. Yeah, I'm. I I skip story. I skip through story if there's ever a chance to. Um, so. But you know that leaves me questioning: Does it bring that same raw feeling that's that just sticks with you yeah. for years? Yeah. And I would think not. Right. By the way that well, you what's all are what's describing. amazing about what you just yeah. said is
0: you you are obsessed with you you as a as a gamer you love mechanics except you'll just sit down and watch someone play Silent Hill 2 man it draws you in enough that you don't even have to play the goddamn thing yo (laughs) I I, want to say for the record I actually
1: got caught up watching some of Silent Hill 2 because I so what happened was I was playing it on an emulator um, like Matt was and then I heard about the PC version and I was like oh wow there's they made like an enhanced version of this I should check it out and I, I, I went on YouTube and I pulled up like someone that yeah. had done a let's play of it, and I started it. And by the way, I'm watching a game I've been playing, <laughs> and I watched like a half hour of it, and was like, "What am I doing? Yeah. Like, what am I doing? The content like, why am is I doing just this? there." Uh, yeah.
2: s- speaking on that, on the content of of it, um, the the final monologue I actually performed as a forensics piece. Oh my god, that
0: rules! Wow. <laughs> hear me
2: in ninth Kimmy. grade i performed that so if that tells you anything wow. as to yeah yeah,
0: yeah. all right that's so, it. Wow. silent hill 2 is our number two video game i don't are, are any of us are we are we are we kind of saying we're not going to have the disco elysium conversation though hunter i mean i don't feel i don't feel it in my bones but no, i i i was willing to stop i
1: was willing to stop at number three so i'm definitely willing to stop at number yeah. two as well i i do want to reveal my current top five on my personal list is number one super mario brothers three number two the twoest game of all time silent hill two number three disco elysium and then panzer dragoon and metal gear solid or four and five um that's my current top five so yeah i i I would be all right putting it above disco elysium but i am i am surprised we got to where we're at so i am i am down to go home here and take this i'll take this take yeah. i'll take, w. take, this.
2: Yeah, I'll t-
0: I'll take the w yeah i'm glad i was here for yeah. this
2: one I'm, kimmy, I'm glad i was here to yeah. see my Hunter, beloved hun- <laughs> silent hill 2 make it to this point
0: hunder will thank you forever well uh, yeah. incredible thank you kimmy. we have a we have mm-hmm. a new twoist game of all time the ps2's silent hill 2 uh i mean it's in twos on, all the way it's twos down all buddy. the way down wow. ej would be so proud of us uh I, i'm thrilled to to be here kimmy Thank you for joining us uh, and and advocating for this ridiculous yes. little uh, position Anytime. this game has been put into. Uh, I look forward to, <laughs> to having you back. I don't know what the next time it'll be. It'll probably be in the next season, and we'll have to figure out what. I, I'm just going to make us do Celeste again, and then I'll make Kimmy play Celeste.
1: That'll okay. be the next yeah, time no, Kimmy's we'll on. Do. <laughs> I wanted to bring that up. We've talked about this several times, Matt, but whenever we get to 100 games, I would like to do a little mini season where we take 10 of these games and we replay them. Yeah. And honestly, because Silent... This one thing we haven't talked about with Silent Hill 2 is it has multiple endings. Right. And somehow me and Matt got the same one without even,
0: like, what Matt... Was your, what ending did you guys get? Um. There's three main ones is what I discovered. And was- then in Enhanced Editions, you all get access to two more, but you can't... Get them until after you yes. unlocked others. So, so there's really just three. It
2: wasn't the water ending.
0: Okay, that's what we both. Got. It
2: wasn't the water. It was the, I don't know what it's called.
0: There's a Maria ending, and then there's just like,
2: it was the just, normal. One. I think it was just a normal. One. Where you're
0: like you have like a shot of a graveyard or yes, whatever. That one. Okay. It was that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't remember what it's called either. But that's uh, yeah,
2: like, I don't remember what the achievements are for. It's like a escape which, or something. Like yeah. Leave.
0: It's like the leave ending or something like that. It, anyway, leave ending. Yeah.
2: That's what it is. Leave ending. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah, weird, weird, uh, alternate endings. I don't know how much the mechanics of the game reinforce the idea that there are other endings, but yeah, I could see an excuse to try to replay the game and try to get a new ending. Mm-hmm. Why not? I would, I, I would
1: love to play it again in, you know, I guess it would be about a year's time, yeah. but I would, I would be totally down. That's how much I enjoyed this game. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like we could also revisit, uh, we've talked about revisiting Disco Elysium. I think it has a similar, vibe that rewards multiple playthroughs yeah. like yeah
0: it seems to me like it'll just be let's replay our top 10 like the, the, maybe the, the episode the the 10 episodes will be like let's redo the top 10 and re re figure out how we want that to look i don't know maybe that's fine i like that <laughs> i think that sounds great yeah all right well that that's gonna do it for us everybody uh coming up on the calendar is uh what's next oh 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 things are weird for a minute actually uh i'm not gonna maybe be on episodes for a couple episodes uh yep. coming up uh Hunter's doing yep. yakuza kiwami and uh anachronox with guests yep. because i was gone for a week and d- did not have time to play those two chunky games so yeah I don't know if I'll be a part of the episodes or if I'll just be on them but haven't played them uh, but you can expect uh, Hunter to reign free on the list for the next two episodes and do oh, whatever absolutely. he wants I'm
1: gonna do, I'm gonna do a lot of reorganizing while Matt is gone I'm very excited about it um uh, yeah uh this was a this was a fun week it's a cool game this is one of those games where you know every once in a while there's a game that we talk about on the show and i feel like we'll take like an extra moment to be like you should play this one yeah um and i want to definitely do that with silent hill 2 like if you've never played it um especially with all the you know with there's there's like 50 silent hill pro- related projects in the works right um yeah, so now, you may as now well. more than ever yeah. get get acquainted the with time. the series <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you may as well brief yourself of what's good about it before Konami drives it into yeah. the ground. Yeah. Just
2: don't um, play don't play the PS3 remaster. Please. Oh yeah, I've heard Dear God, Please. Board.
0: Okay, that's the bad. It's the horrible thing. Ruins it. Yeah. Hunter, can we go out on one thing that never got brought up but it's in our show notes, which is just the moment where uh <laughs> where James walks into the hotel <laughs> oh, yeah. and he says maybe the funniest thing that can be said in this freaking video. Well, yeah. Video. No, so, okay. Oh, he does he doesn't he doesn't walk
1: into the hotel he he there's a part where you get on a boat yeah sorry spoilers there's a part
0: on a boat and the game uh, really cares about this boat sequence by the way at the end of the game it's yeah. like we were tracking you you get ranked for how long you were on the boat <laughs> right yeah yeah how long it
1: took the boat part uh is important um but you get off this boat and you see this hotel and by the way everything in this game looks ridiculous um and and horrifying and horrible and there's fog everywhere And James gets off the boat, and he looks at this very scary hotel that you're about to go inside (laughs) of, and he just
0: goes, this place hasn't changed at all. (laughs) Uh, in in almost like an excited yeah. tone like it's be well, where he's going to is a place he shared his last fond memories with uh, his wife and it hasn't yeah. changed at all and you go inside and it's covered in muck and grime yeah, and yeah. shit and it's just
2: yeah. it's like, I'm just imagining their last their, their last kid. anniversary like oh, oh mary
0: I love, I love the filth on the walls of this place what a what yeah, a wonderful place. it makes me
1: nostalgic how spooky and foggy it is on the outside <laughs> I just, oh, I just can't forget all these great memories oh. I have of this horrible, smelly building. Yeah.
0: Thank y'all for listening to Old Gamers Almanac. Produced by Hunter Donaldson and Matt Martins. Music by Night Corey.